This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to the awful and awesome entertainment rap. Hello, hello. This is the awful and awesome entertainment rap. I'm Rajeshri Sen. And I'm Abhinandan Sekri. We welcome you from a very rainy Delhi. Delhi is at its best in monsoon. Actually, second best. It's, it's, it, winter. It's at its best in... No, in winter it's all smoggy and we all... Oh, we are dying. That's uh, sort of... It's huh. at its best in spring and then in monsoon. Spring? There's spring in Delhi. I don't are know you where not? you sleep through it, but yes, there is. Delhi has five seasons. <laughs> which, which is spring? What months are spring? Jab baagun mein bahar hai. Okay, now we'll get into the... What we will discuss. I think it's safer. Yes. It's a safer so bet. So, we have a film that we watched called... Istri. 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 And then two other films also. One is called Once Again on Netflix. No, sorry. It's called only Once Again. (laughs) Okay. I thought the film is called Once Again on Netflix because that's what it says here. Yeah. It's called Once Again on Netflix. Okay. And also Q's Garbage. Okay, which, which was is also rec- on Netflix. Which was recommended by our producer Parikshit. I'm sorry, Parikshit, I didn't do the homework. I have been having a very I busy did, week. And I will have a word with Parikshit after this. Very good. So yes. something tells me you didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Then we have two reviews of promo each, trailers of two yeah. films, one Indian and one overseas. Foreign. Just so people know, we also watch foreign things. And finally, we have literature also. We have Steve Bannon at the New Yorker Festival. And an advertisement which sends a message which truly makes one proud and I wish Indian brands would do more yeah, of this really. because an Indian brand would never, sexist phrase, I don't know, but ever have, I mean, they'd really need to grow a pair, a pair of nuts. Yeah. Is and that, also Indian sportsmen, I wish Indian sportsmen would do this also. They don't have to grow a pair of nuts. I don't know why cricketers even wear ball guards. They don't need ball guards. They ah, ain't got no balls. Like you know that. So, Rajshri, why don't you start with why you think Parikshit should be stoned after this? Yeah, so have you... You've watched Q's earlier films. you watched Gandu. Q's that Bengali? Yeah. Oh, you watched a Bengali's film? No, yeah. And you're whining why it was not... Okay, because, I, so I won't say anything. Q's name is Kwashik Mukherjee. Hmm. And he has earlier made uh, Gandu and Tashir Desh, which is um, the land of cards. Hmm. So I have watched Gandu. Hmm. I haven't watched Tashir Desh because after watching Gandu, I couldn't bring myself to watch another film of Q's. But then since young Parikshit said that we should not be like this and we should see what the youth are watching, I watched. Hmm. Uh, and the youth thing. are fucked. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the youth are truly fucked in literally and otherwise in this film. So it's called Garbage. It's now... Q has a habit of making slightly provocative films. Hmm. So there's a lot of full frontal nudity. There'll be people having sex with each other. Things you don't see in Indian cinema usually. Hmm. So in a way, I'm impressed always by him that at least he's pushing that boundary. But the film also has to be interesting. Hmm. Can't just... Then I'll watch porn, no? Hmm. And the sex will most probably be better than this. Or watch some really well-made sex film with lots Hmm. of sex. So, Garbage is about these two... It addresses a lot of things. But essentially, there's this woman who whose ex-boyfriend uploads a video of them having sex mm. on uh, YouTube. Oh, it deals with uh, this porn, what do you call revenge Many porn. things, not just... Mm. Okay. Don't be. This, this is where Bengalis are one step ahead. They're layered. So layered that you don't know which layer like they Rasgullas. want. Like hmm. Rasgullas. Like Rasgullas are not are layered. Are not layered, Achha, sorry. Like chocolate truffle cake. 
ফনিশ্বরান who Farnishwar follows basically. That godman has his own story. Farnishwar is also a, one of those Hindutva trolls. So while he's sitting in the cab, he's writing Teri Maki, this thing, and mm. all just randomly mm. to people. So it's all these people's lives intersect. And why is, did it not work for you? The plot is weak, the, the structure is weak. The plot is weak, weak one. There's... Then there's some girl-on-girl action. Mm. Then there is some boy-on-girl action. Then there's like that's random sex for no reason. And then there's a pile of garbage, literally a pile of garbage also. None of it really like you don't feel you feel a little bit for the girl. But maybe that's because I'm a woman and I wouldn't want that to happen to me. But there's a lot of for someone who considers himself to be evolved and so on. At least his interviews seem to position him as that. There's a lot of gratuitous nudity of women where there's no need for that. Like when the chick sits up. Which is normal. If I've just had sex and I sit up, I'm not going to be wearing clothes. But there's one scene where there's male nudity, which is for a millisecond. You see a fully nude man. Hmm. But I just found it very pretentious. Hmm. Unnecessary sex. And the story could... Like, it's interesting that he's addressed all these things, but it's too many issues. Okay. So that is the review of Q's Garbage. Which you can watch on Netflix. People might have differing views. Please watch it. We'll come back to the other digital property to review, which is called Once, Once again, again, which is again a film. But before that, Stree. Yes. So Stree is a horror comedy. And until I went to see it, I was like, what is a horror comedy? Then I was reminded that you have seen Go Gua Gone. Which was very good, according which, to me. So according to me, that was a comedy. There was no horror. I mean, it was not a horror comedy. It was like a comedy. But... 
I will say that Three is probably the best film I've watched in the last several months. The best Hindi yeah. film. It is directed by Amar Kaushik and uh, written by Sumit Aroda. But for me, what is brilliant about this film is the cast which is such a collection of talent it has rajkumar rao pankaj tripathi apar shakti khurana and someone called abhishek banerji who's the third friend who's of the third yeah yeah uh, it also has shraddha kapoor but i'm not including her yeah, in the yeah i got concerned that's why when you said this like this thespian group that this group of talent you know I'll, I'll tell you what I liked about this film. We won't give you any spoilers. Yeah, Rajshree. because it's dirty. It's got some fabulous moments. So first, let me tell you what I think is weak. I think there are two big plot holes which have to do with motivation. I will not give away whose motivation, what, why. But I think if we hadn't liked the film so much on all its other parameters, yeah. those plot holes could have um, would have stood out. Mm. When I thought about it later, I realized that those two are huge holes, and there's no explanation for those. Mm. But I think Rajkumar Rao. and pankaj tripathi are a boon to indian cinema yeah what they are doing to character roles what they are doing to what works and i was thrilled to see that the hall was packed i don't know if it's still running to a full house there was house. that other guy also vijay raz was there in that tiny role yeah uh, although you know i think vijay raz is done and dusted i think he's he had the most a dream like debut in monsoon wedding yeah he screwed his career after that i think he did some really crappy work hmm I personally don't think he I think it's his own fault. I think he chose films badly. He was hmm. not really interested in it and uh, but yeah I, I think he was not that great in the film but yeah. So uh, just uh, I think the what I love about this film is the subtle commentary on politics also that one dialogue which Rajshree missed because she was too busy cackling. <laughs> it was so funny. So I thought it, they, I thought film mein chudail has rhi then suddenly I thought too much rhi Rajshree. Again, see. <laughs> I laugh, and I was told you have a very beautiful laugh. Someone who said. someone deaf. No, <laughs> someone who feels the vibrations on the water. <laughs> no, I was laughing at the previous line that was said in the film. About That's why I missed. Like yeah. So yeah. there was a line where this guy who says, "Hum sab jaante hain. Humne BA kiya, PhD kiya, MA kiya. Humne bachpan magar machhon ke saath guzara hai." So it was an obvious dig at Modi ji. I think there were two lovely digs, which hmm. I will not go over both. Beautiful lines, well executed, and it's a commentary on feminism. It's a, it's quite a feminist film actually. So between garbage and this, like I felt, three did a beautiful job of talking about independent women and sexual liberation and so on, but so beautifully conveyed. And it's just that uh, Apar Shakti, Apar Shakti, his Apar name. Apar Shakti Khurana, who's Ayushman Khurana's brother. He's very good. He's very and good. he's very funny. It's an extremely well-scripted film, and I have to say, for all we've watched a bunch of horror films lately, like lately, na, but in the last year, like all the in horror films. In the last films. four years. In the last four years, which are also shit that yeah, I like wanted my money back. Yeah, like this film actually has moments in the beginning where. it you get a little bit of a you shock feel horrified yeah and you do go home and if you look at an empty lane you do wonder what might be at the end of it's nicely done it has those moments done also, well when you were laughing at the comedy bits you scared a lot of people around just let <laughs> we had these uncles behind us remember who, who were, were giggling out of fear and yeah, you could make out and this is such an interesting <laughs> thing when you see a film like this because you know there's horror but you know there's some men around who don't want to seem scared So they kind of overcompensate by laughing, saying, "Ab dekh chudai lagi, ab dekh kya? Ab dekh, ab dekh gandu. Tujhe pata hai, tujhe bahar jana chuti hai. I mean, you can tell that they're they nervous. They kept laughing but, but at the wrong, wrong moment. moments. Yeah. 
No, but I think they were also partly scared because whenever a funny bit would come, there'd be this cackle close to them <laughs> from seat number, <laughs> you know, G in G eleven. <laughs> And they think that you can't say. Is there? They thought, oh, this is that four. What is it called? Not three D, four D. Where uh, surround sound, 4D. absolutely. But the two things that I definitely want to comment on that stand out are the script, which is extremely crisp, yeah. extremely clever, and it's very difficult to make a film where in one instant you have to have the, uh, you know, the people laughing, the the audience mm. laughing, and in the next cut, I'm not talking about the next scene. Within the same scene, between one cut and the other, one cut is a humorous bit, yeah. and the next cut is a scary bit. I just think it's so difficult to do that. I think this director uh, Amar Kaushik has done a brilliant job of it, and also. I think this is one film where the item song does not seem forced. That's just because you thought and, she was very hot. And, and if you have to have an item song, why? Yes, it should be. No, it should not be. Nora, I don't know. I don't know. Devi Ji, Nora, you have put the film on four chants. In the film, there is comedy, hai, scary, hai, and Nora is here. And you have to put the glamour in I wanted to get up and start dancing in the hall. I was hall. scared that you might and those uncles behind us also no, I might. I think all of us should have done it yeah. but then when you have someone with you then then you think let's not do this is why you should watch it in those single screen halls now where you throw money at the this thing I miss that I miss that about people I remember when I watched Hum it was an experience man I mean when that Juma Juma came why on everyone started dancing dude it was like the fucking hall went you don't see that anymore I mean A, the ca- thank that time, god those days right. also the seats were so shitty that any inst- any excuse to get up and not sit also those days sexual crimes were less nowadays you feel they'll start dancing next you step out you'll get raped also so at that point it was a more innocent time so there mm. was a safety in that mm. but it is it's def- I would strongly recommend that everyone watches 3 yeah Guys, watch so 3 good. for a variety of reasons. Show them the love, show them. And for its politics as well. It's and it's a brilliant. study in how to make a good film which doesn't last 3 hours. How long it's was it, by show- the way? It was 1 hour 50 minutes or 2 hours max, I think. Hmm. Really good. So I just want to quickly read an email, Rajshree. After that, you can tell us about this other film that you watched. And yes. I'll have, uh, you know... Manju Beniwal writes, Good morning, afternoon, evening. I've written an answer for Abhinandan's query. And no, Abhinandan, you don't sound that way at all. But one thing to add that when you were trying to improve, that was the first time in News Laundry's history that for one moment I thought to turn the podcast off and the first time when I couldn't find the Delhi or Punjabi confidence in your voice. Oh, so she likes it when I'm garbled and I'm yeah. not making sense. Okay, okay, Manju. Point taken. One thing I wanted to add was that it would be great if you guys could critique or recommend songs or music videos. I would also urge you guys to take this podcast behind the paywall as a person who listens to you guys, he, she cannot stand without it and yes I'm a subscriber I always wanted to be a part of a revolution I'm glad that I am 140th word is thank you Manju what a beautiful crisp short letter appreciate uh, your appreciation yes I shall not try to be too affected and self-conscious and enunciate every word because Punjabi shouldn't try that because Punjabi shouldn't try that (laughs) and you want a recommendation for a music video there's a music video called Jat vs Chudel Jat Simeya Tilangaya Chudel Takari Now are you sorry you asked for it? Okay 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 beta (laughs) Moving on Rajshri Sen you watched another film also How much you watch? Really my eyes are aching It's called Once Again on Netflix (laughs) Once Again Netflix. So, once again, is a film with Shefali Shah. Do you remember Shefali Shah? No. You know Shefali Shah. Shefali Shah 
Used to be Shafali Chaya, now she's oh, Shafali. Yeah, yeah, of course. Purushas. She was in Monsoon Wedding, yeah. She was the heroine oh, of my film. Oh, she was. At and that when, point, she was Shafali Chaya. Must be. Yeah, she was Shafali Chaya. When yeah. I was cleaning the set and blogging Jhadu, she was the main lead. Yeah, so Shafali Shah and Neeraj Kabi. Neeraj Kabi, you haven't seen one film which we, he was in, which I I don't know whether he was in Ship of Theseus, but he was the cop in this other film in sacred games he was there neeraj kabi was there so it's about both of them neeraj kabi plays this he's a film star and he's a very well known film star he's like sharukh khan almost and shafali shah plays they are both older people like they are playing she's playing someone far older than her age poor thing is always made to play people older than her age she's playing someone who must be around 50 years old because her kids are 25 or so and she runs a restaurant one of bombay's udp style restaurants and he's a star and she provides food like he orders packed food which i find odd in that in itself so there were certain things which didn't make sense but it's about a relationship that starts by a chance phone call between both of them and then they keep talking to each other every day and it's about that relationship she is a widow and he is divorced now it's sort of like lunchbox because you see a lot of food being packed food being packed she's cooking food and sending food he's eating the food that she's cooking she's sending letters with the food it's uh, directed by an indian born german filmmaker called kaval sethi now it that's about pretty much the only similarity though between lunchbox and this there are some moments that which are that there's food being packed that there's food what, being that what she what an unusual cooks. thing because otherwise you don't see food in no, any film no she cooks food and packs it for him same thing like a dabba she's sending fool and uh, there are moments in the relationship which are but maybe i'm a sucker for romance which are nice there's a normal reaction to how her kids react when they find out that she's having a relationship how she sort she's of she's single she's a widow so that's single yeah Hmm. Means as in she was married and now she's single. That distinction I was making. The, the, the only distinction between being a widow and having rejected someone is one is, "Tu mere liye mar chuke ho," and "Tu mar chuke ho." Are that classy? No. <laughs> so it's I would say watch it. It's sweet. But there are parts which don't make sense. What made like you watch a, it? Why did you watch it? Because I've been reading about. this new film of theirs which is coming out i first of all didn't know that it's online i thought it's a proper film being made and this whole thing comparison what is a proper film being made which is on as in i mean films which aren't made for you mean a cinematic online. release yeah 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 a cinematic release is not any more proper than yeah. you know jab meri maa bhindi banati hai to wo bhindi kisi hotel ke tandoori chicken se kam nahi hoti rajshri tum jaisi shallow ladkiyon ne <laughs> so i would watch it if you believe in love but uh, she looks very nice i must say it's all very sweet and nice but a lot of it doesn't make sense like a superstar first of all i wanted to watch it because i'm very bad with cars to my eyes that look like a, i don't know like a, a maruti zen or not okay. a zen but it's a swift okay like he wouldn't be which superstar drives a swift uh, maybe it wasn't a swift no don't spread rumors on no, the podcast no it's like that and also with superstar is sharukh khan goes home and a dabba comes possible 
from a ODP restaurant. A tapma might come. It will come from Taj or what? from. I you have a very warped view of stars. I must say. <laughs> oh, all stars, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Some stars are very, very homely people. Really, are yeah. they now? But there is, there are certain truths about like when she gets introduced, she walks into his house, and the people who are giving him a narration are standing there, and he says, "This is," and then he says, "She cooks for me," and you're like, "Dude," and. Men are stupid. They say stupid things like mm. that. So uh, there's that. There's also the way he deals with the crew, like the director of his film, who says that was excellent, sir. So he turns and he he acts really well, Neeraj Kabi, and he says, "You think everything is excellent, so it doesn't matter. Is there anything I do that you don't think is excellent?" So he's a so, very evolved star. He's yeah, very self-aware. It's I don't know of this kind okay, of star, but maybe Bombay but maybe has. But it's not a bad film. But it's not, not lunchbox for sure. Okay, fine. So it's just a light snack. It's a light snack. It may not like be a light affair. It may not be a hearty meal. On that note, I shall quickly read another email. This one is from Nishant Srivastav. Okay. It's rather long, so Nishant, I won't read the full mail. You should be like Manju who writes short, One crisp mails. But it is a very, you know, good critique of something. So I'll read a significant amount of it. Hmm. Hi, Benan and Rajshri. Apologies in advance. I have said before, I don't even listen to your questions. So this letter is not about the answers. I have been meaning to write it for a while. And that is why it will be a bit lengthy. This is about a topic which comes up every now and then in your podcast, as well as in every other media that I consume. This was recently brought up in another letter to you, which said Hannah Gatsby's Nanit. Yeah was one of the best stand-up acts ever. I watched it, sympathized with her, and completely agreed with what she was saying, but it did not make me laugh. It was like watching an excellent TED Talk. People raving about that stand-up special should try watching Eddie Izzard for a change, who is also queer, and makes you laugh every time. I'm tr- just trying to make a point that a lot of these things these days get hyped a lot because of something that I call excessive wokeness. In fact, at one point, Hannah said that sometimes she gets accused that her acts are not gay enough, and that she isn't as loud as someone who is gay should be which is exactly the crux of the problem hmm. I'm talking not just about the new inclusion rider which Frances McDormand spoke about in her Oscar winning speech last year but on the broader topic of how art and pop culture especially from Hollywood is making a conscious effort to show more diversity in its content while their intentions and politics are right I have an issue with how this art is being judged take for example the movie Black Klansman the review of which made Abhinandan want to watch it even I was very interested in the movie hmm. when I saw the trailer and saw that Spike Lee was directing it. But believe me, it's overhyped. Same as the case with every other movie. Crazy Rich Asians with boast of an all-Asian cast. I'll in fact stick my neck out and say same goes for Wonder Woman and even Black Panthers and Avengers. Infinity War. Both are typical average Marvel movies. I get what they're trying to say and I agree with it, but they were all average movies. It is almost a traversity that a work of art like Deadpool does not get recognized as these movies, which also touched upon pretty much all diversity topic in a fun, creative way. My take on this is that most people do not get what equality we need to strive for. This equality for me does not mean praise and hype, anything that comes from a less dominant minority, women, people of color, etc. What it means is that even these people should be allowed to make mediocre movies. Let Black Clansman be itself. Don't try to make it a moonlight. As long as the creative team is more diverse, good content will follow. We shouldn't just look for greatness everywhere. Nishant, I love how you have articulated your thought. It is a slightly complex thought and I think you've done a brilliant job of explaining it. I agree with you conceptually, although I have not seen Black Clansman, so I don't know. But your second paragraph about, um, you know, excessive wokeness, I completely agree with. There are a lot of stand-up comics who are not funny. It's just a rant. Mm. But I 
will disagree with you. I I've said this on the podcast earlier. Yeah. I watched Black Panther twice. The first time I didn't think it was that great. I thought it was a good film, but I didn't understand why it got a Time magazine cover. What was so political about it? Mm. The second time I watched it, and I really watched it a little more carefully because the first time I watched it with my niece and nephew. Uh, no, so first a, time I watched it with me, with and you. Second, second time, time yeah, with them. With them. <laughs> and then I realized that actually some of the political commentary is. And then I understood why blacks were so excited with it, and mm. why that Wakanda forever salute yeah. became like on the football pitch. Yeah. So I I get it. I haven't seen Crazy Rich Asians. I've seen a Twitter thread of a woman who is Chinese for whom that film was this feeling of empowerment that now I say fuck yes I'm Chinese and I've been huh. hiding it all my life when I was in America. So I get some of what you're saying, but I don't agree with some of what you're saying. Rajshree Sen. No, I get the uh, Nanette part especially because we discussed that as well. That just because you're ranting and raving, it doesn't make it like how is it stand up? Co- then it's not stand up comedy. It's a monologue, right? But the good thing about Nishant is he's reduced my expectations from Black Clansman, so I might enjoy it more. Because otherwise, what happens with me often is that yeah, you expect the film to knock your socks off, and it doesn't. Then you say, "What the fuck?" So good. thanks, Nishant. Lovely mail. I hope you're a subscriber. I hope. I guess you are because you're so bright. You can't not be. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like that. Like smart. That. Well played. Very good. Speaking of smart things, uh, there are two really good trailers we watched, and one of which is Front Runner, which has Hugh Jackman in it. It's based on a book. It's in 1988. There was a man called Gary Hart who was a Democrat. So I think it's also a Democrat thing that they are supposed to like, just because they aren't hardcore like the Republicans, but they are still very morally upright for some reason. And he was running for president, and he had to pull out because of an extramarital affair, which made the mm, news. I remember this case. I've read about it. But I thought it's really well made. Also, what I like is the way when it's set in 1988. Everything is so. Everything the looks color. authentic. The color, the color also of the film yeah. looks. <laughs> Very compelling trailer and it really makes you want to watch the film. So I'm really looking forward to this and I really like Hugh Jackman. But um, also uh, pop culture, I'll just in passing say that they're making a film with that Gosling guy who's Canadian. Ryan Gosling. On the... They made it. Uh, Neil out. Armstrong. It's yeah. out. And in that, he said that it was a great... St- feet of the world it wasn't an American feet and they don't show the US flag yeah. and That's they, this the... has sent the right wing media and US on this spiral that oh a Canadian guy is playing it and he doesn't want to call it a US achievement he wants to call it a world achievement so it's gone into this different zone but uh, Armstrong's son has made a statement saying I don't see how it's insulting because everyone the right wing has a habit anyway people who get offended have a habit of getting offended for other people no? so they mm. said it's an insult to him so his son has said no like I don't find the film insulting at all it's absolutely fine and uh, but that looks like a good film actually as well the Ryan Gosling one the other you know trailer is of a film that's called uh, Andha Dhun Andha Dhun धुंद इज स्टारिंग आयुष्मान खुराना इट हैज टू विद ब्लाइंडनेस वेर दिस गैस प्लिंग ब्लाइंड गाय इट हैज राधिका आप्टे एज डज एवरीथिंग दिस एवरीथिंग एज ट्रेलर्स गो एंड स्पेशली इंडियन फिल्म ट्रेलर्स गो आई थिंक इट इज फॉकन ब्रिलियंट टबू इज इन एट ऑल्सो विच इज द ओनली वीक पॉइंट हाँ राजश्री आई थिंक एवरी एक्टर especially Indian have a shelf life. Yeah. You know after a certain age they lose it no matter how good they were in their peak. 
Amitabh Bachchan in in my view his stardom became bigger than his acting but his acting was brilliant he was as good an actor as any actor would yeah, be yeah yeah he was as good as om puri he was mm. as good as sridin shah i think after a certain age he just started hamming he's lost it like now he just overdoes everything now he can't yeah same thing i think is kind of happening with nasir who is one of my favorite actors mm. i think he's started playing nasir yeah they become that so that's a problem it's I happening can't... with al pacino it's happening with robert de niro i know the expression i know i think it started happening tabu earlier than it should have like she was this very gifted actor now she she just is the same shit man also i, I feel the directors once these people become stars and they are a certain age also the mm. directors are almost uh, in awe so they don't cr- like you'd say you just oh, need to oh as in or a w e oh i thought you like doing rap in o a a o yo in o yo in o we'll have a video from now on to go along with our podcast you like also. my moves in o fabulous yo wa like in o i can't control myself right now with those moves but <laughs> as we would say so andadhun is actually and it's directed by one of my favorite directors q yeah like i Hmm. just love q sriram raghavan oh he's made it and what uh, else has sriram raghavan made he's made this other film which i so films which star an actor who you love hmm tell me who's the actor saif ali khan saif <laughs> <laughs> Agent Vinod, which I thought was way ahead of its time. Dear God! So, and Ek Hasina Thi. Have you seen Ek Hasina Thi? No, but I've seen Agent Vinod. Have you seen Ek Hasina Thi? You Agent, have to. That is the first film so, which we. Okay, so that's the only thing that's not going for this film. The Seth trailer is going. Seth looked for- so hot in Ek Hasina Thi, and he was so suave and so good. And Urmila, the film is really good. Ek Hasina Thi, really. Okay, so. This trailer, I think, what it has going for it is Radhika Apte's certain expressions are really good, especially the bit where she is saying bye to this guy who's blind, <laughs> which is Ayushman Khurana, and she says, "Okay, see you," and then she says, "I, I mean, I'll see you," and then she makes it. <laughs> so she's also Radhika Apte is looking happy in this film. Yeah, she's not intense. She is not a investigator. We don't know that yet. We don't know. Maybe she's maybe FBI, she and maybe that's the twist. But it looked really good, and what a trailer! Like as far as trailers go, I think trip. yeah. I think that's. But that's because Sri Ram Raghavan is uh, he's from FTII, but he had some advertising experience. experience. Or I maybe think. maybe this one taught him, na? What's his name? Saif. Saif must have taught him. Hena. Hai to hot. Hai to hot. So quickly, Rajshri, another email. and this one is from chandan singh yes. uh, i'll just read two together chandan had written earlier with saying that your answer was so easy and then got it wrong chandan yeah. <laughs> so he has said first one miss sen and sekri people did good to point the blind arrogance of me it did not occur to me how stupid it was to be so certain and overwhelmed when you are not familiar with the subject Arre, we all like ah, that yeah, you are okay. your chandan every day i am taught a lesson like that we all <laughs> learn like that only so uh, he has a couple of he says taking this one in the chin i'll try to improve myself chandan thank you so much we will mm-hmm. try to improve too he takes his words back on gul it looked promising also chandan suggests you are my sunday by milind dhambade we've reviewed that you have yeah 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 and uh, to be honest i do not have a clue about mr zakri this week's question actually chandan you're not the only one for the first time since awful and awesome has been no, around no that's a lie oh she seriously it's happened before, before maybe people didn't answer because they didn't listen to the question yeah, that time there were only 20 people listening to it <laughs> but now that we have people in the thousands <laughs> listening to it we haven't got a single 
forget we haven't even got a single right answer we haven't even got a wrong answer no one even attempted it but such but was the quality of the question. question is this and the second uh, email is from dhiraj abhinandan your review of my indian life was awful and the ludicrous comparison to everything american makes it even more cringeworthy one google search of malika taneja would tell you that she started performing in your own delhi after nirbhaya and her next show is in ahmedabad online gorakshak bashing se bahar nikal ke dekhoge tab pata chalega na you ah. might as well catch a show and review it on a and a the next three episodes are of stammering singer gurmeher kaur you hopefully heard this name and the isro rocket woman dakshayani yes like all bbc shows its tone and tone is very subtle and sometimes sleep inducing but that's bbc and they won't and will not be allowed to change anyway it's not your review which upset me by the fact that we've been checking you made the assumption malika's show was not being done in india this show you probably just slept through the podcast because it didn't you would know the last time i wrote i had asked you to review infinite monkey cage and atlantic's crazy genius but never mind aapke paas time nahi hoga anyway papa kehte hain beta kaam karna hai to pura karo aadhe adhure mat karo abhinandan samajhdaron ke liye ishara kafi hai so dheeraj uh, i did actually listen to it i had qualified that it should not necessarily be compared to my american life but i think it's kind of dumb that one of the most well known podcast mm. in the world is called this american life and you start a podcast called my indian life that there won't be a comparison so that's that secondly i didn't say that she doesn't perform here i remember in the podcast she when she started performing she would perform in her she would not be naked yeah i may be wrong but my assumption was that ever since she graduated that it should tell its story in its full force and she should not have a shred of cloth on her hmm. she, and in that context she spoke about she performed in paris somewhere i assume that ever since she's moved on to the completely naked performance it doesn't happen in india because i'd be surprised if that it doesn't is, get i find it uh, a little i i don't think it'll happen you're right i haven't checked but my assumption was that when she spoke about when she started this after the nirbhaya case she started it in undergarments hmm. and i've seen plays with undergarments on stage but yeah i not sure full frontal indian nude thing would be allowed to take place at least not in kamani or in uh, you know shriram in delhi I, i find it unlikely that would happen but i could be wrong thiraj i will check uh, but yeah i stand by that it's as podcasts go it's it's just an interview of a person and like i said that does not a podcast make and shurveer has said i'm writing this mail as a response to discussion last two episodes First about the NYU professor harassing her gay student I don't understand why would you not call it sexual harassment as his thesis supervisor the professor has an uh, basically Shurveer has the same complaint everyone does uh, that when I say that a man talking about the me too is yeah. not doesn't cut it also Shurveer says that by minimizing her bad behavior you're not standing up for women you are minimizing sexual abuse Shurveer I'll think about that because too many people have told me this for it you know for me to dismiss it uh, but i just i wasn't trying to stand up for women or not stand up for women it wasn't a gender thing i just i mean gender in the sense that i wasn't standing for women i was just kind of maybe seeing it purely it's a very narrow way from my point of view i i was just not convinced that a woman can take so much advantage not take it she cannot put a man in a position where he feels sexually harassed but maybe i have had different experiences in life and i i live in delhi which is mardon ka sher beta koi karke to dekh beta dikhane ke beta we all carry our testicles in a bori in the boot of our big suvs so you know <laughs> so okay. second about kalki's podcast about the male belly dancer to me it was very well executed episode if you grew up as a gay effeminate trans gender fluid person in a small town the pain of isolation abuse and scorn will always be a big part of your story calling that whining is a bit insensitive if you don't view the podcast as a counterpart to this american life you would enjoy it much more there is a podcast called 
keeping it queer. I would like to recommend it to people who want to learn more about the experience of growing up queer in India. Love the podcast and everything else Newsline does, but please, for the love of Jesus, Zeus, Allah, Krishna, Yahweh, and Chithulu, who are these people? I just know three of them. (laughs) Fix the app. Bro, I'm trying to fix the app. Techies are extremely expensive and they just, they give me a bill that the testicles in my SUV just shrink (laughs) <laughs> and I say sorry I asked so so um, but we'll try we're working on it thank you so much do subscribe spread the word and maybe I should try to be a little more sensitive and look at things from another perspective I he's get tried like for many years it's not why possible don't you keep, why don't you just cackle like a witch and scare me but Shulveer I have to say that the one show which I feel has done a lot for making people realize that people who are queer are just normal like everyone else is queer eye and uh, I think everyone should watch all seasons. I think there are three or two seasons. Two seasons. Queer Eye. Queer Eye. Okay. Let me tell you about Steve Bannon, who I think is one of the handsomest men I've seen in my life. So anyway, Steve Bannon was going to be the headliner at the New Yorker Festival. The New Yorker Festival is organized by the New Yorker magazine. And it's a festival of speakers, writers, mainly writers, journalists and so on. And uh, he was going to be interviewed by David Remnick, who's the editor of New Yorker and who's one of my favorite uh, journalists. Like his writing is spectacular. Absolutely. And uh, David Remnick got a massive backlash online about this because people said that he was, you're basically giving a platform to someone who has spread hate, who's a right winger, who's, and there's no reason why he should be at the New Yorker at all. Hmm. So David Remnick finally uh, had to put out a statement. He put out a statement saying that uh, he's not going to be interviewing him and they've cancelled this. What do you think about this, Abhinandanov, that you have a backlash, people don't like someone's views? I think it's not about liking views and this is always going to be a grey area and I see this, you know, being used a lot with the resurgent right in the hafta last week, I'd spoken about one of the front runners in the presidential, upcoming Hmm. president election of Brazil, Hmm. a man who has actually uh, told a lawmaker in his country that I would rape you but you don't deserve it who says Pinochet was a great guy Mm. for those of you who don't know Pinochet was this dictator who also had uh, I mean of course women vanished and they were raped but he's famous for the fact that he got dogs to rape women Mm. Uh, he had dogs who were trained to sexually assault women so I mean these are the quality of men coming so I uh, so this whole thing it's an attack on freedom of speech, I think there are certain things that, I mean, if you ask me, for example, yeah. I will not take names, but I have actually almost hired a journalist hmm. at News Laundry whose work I loved. Yeah. But because, you know, we do a slight check on check. what are the public hmm. utterances being. So on the Twitter timeline, he had referred to another, you know, channel or bunch of journalists who he didn't like as call girls. And, uh, you know, they are call girls. That's what they do. Now, for me, that... That yeah. was it. I don't know how good his journalism was. I could not have someone making public statements like that. Mm. So I think not every count of you has to be given a platform. And I think Steve Bannon falls in the category where unless he's elected as president, then you don't have a choice. Then he's representing the country. But yeah. if he is not a constitutional authority or elected representative, I would not give him a platform. So David Remnick's uh, statement is very clear and it explains why he had considered interviewing him and then explains why he's 
not going to now. So I think it's worth reading. We'd have a link to that statement. But someone wrote on Twitter, and I felt it summed it up very well, that seems New Yorker lost sight of the key distinction between warily hearing out and scrutinizing Steve Bannon's views, which you can do in the magazine when you interview mm. him, and celebrating him as a festival headliner. Okay, Like it. an honorary degree or distinguished lectureship, the latter implies a measure of acclaim. So when you... It's not one of the interviews that was... This was the main... This was the big ticket mm. interview that was going to happen. And so I, I am of the belief that everyone's views should be heard and sometimes it's important to hear the mad person and the ludicrous and the violent person's views to know what makes them tick. But in which, this case... Which our audience must be really identifying with, which is why they listen to this. No, but in this case, I feel Steve Bannon's views have been discussed to death he's given interview after interview and beyond a point do you need to give him a platform I think if you're doing it to expose the person because you know I had this series called I Agree where I was to interview people who I thought were a bit loony yeah but the whole idea was it I didn't do such a good job of it I thought the same format or the same philosophy is uh, Sasha Baron Cohen uses very yeah. well he talks to people who are completely nuts but by the end of his show you realize just how nuts those people are yeah uh, I think Vivek Agnihotri and Tuke was kind of in was, that space. I was going to say that was... So, but of course, not as good. But I think sometimes, if that is what you're doing, I think it's fine. So the other criticism is that when you call someone for an interview, a normal interview for a magazine, you're interviewing the person. But when you call someone to a festival, you're flying them down. You're basically, it's an all expenses paid. Yeah, that's thing. They say, why yeah, would you yeah, do extend that kind but... of support to someone like Bannon? So anyway, he's not going to be on it and he's given, he's also made a statement but uh, New Yorker so someone uh, wrote something very funny they said a lot of people are hard at work today plumbers drivers the cleaners and of course New Yorker's PR team because they must have gone mad in the last 48 hours but I think a key differentiator is that that many details whether it's a general interview it's Hmm. a TV channel it's a festival like you said so I wouldn't have a Blanket rule yeah. for all. It really depends on the specifics of the case. Now moving on to this guy who I think uh, should be Time Magazine's Man of the Year, Colin Kaepernick. Who, if you've been following Colin Kaepernick's story, if you listen to podcasts and you know he's been on the subject of podcasts, whether it's Chris Lydon, Time Magazine's podcast, Bill Maher's podcast, he was the guy who actually set up this kneeling during the national anthem yeah. in America which then Trump went after you know fire those sons of bitches and he referred to them he was one of the first players who had uh, done this and he's also in court saying that the NFL actually d- prevented him from getting picked by any team hmm. uh, there's a court case on yeah but now Nike has done he's the face of their yeah and the line is believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything And I just find it really impressive that a brand like Nike, which a lot of Republicans must be wearing, Mm. including Ku Klux Klan people must Mm. be wearing sneakers when they are walking and trying (laughs) to burn down black people's houses and all. You are alienating such a large consumer base by backing this guy and making him the face. You're not backing him, you're making him the face of a campaign. It takes real guts to do something like this. And I don't think we'll ever see that in India at least currently and those of you with 
the extreme wokeness problem who are going to quickly write a mail saying Nike has sweatshops in China that make balls and Nike shoes and that's why they're actually evil. Yeah, I know. I know about the sweatshops. I have been through that. Yeah. That should one be wearing Nike football shoes because it's a complicated interconnected world and I have a connection which is a geo connection yet I don't like what Mukesh Ambani stands for. It's, it's a complicated thing but we are just keeping it focused on that. I think it's brilliant. The selection is brilliant. The campaign is brilliant and I think Colin Kaepernick if you really followed his story what he has had to pay for and he was a very promising player is huge and hats off to Nike but for tell doing them this. who informed you about Colin Kaepernick today. You? About, no, no, sorry. You didn't inform me about Colin Kaepernick. You informed me about the Nike, that he's the face of Nike. No, but I also explained I to Abhinandan, you know who he is. I don't think he knew actually, guys, but it's okay. So, on that note, that's all we have now uh, is the time when I gloat, saying that no one got my answer right. I'm rolling my eyes on this side because I know all of you stopped listening as he started asking his question. The question was that which famous star, Bollywood celebrity, you know, would had this code word for his secretary not to give dates when his tea was covered uh, because, and what did it covered mean? Covered with a saucer. With Basically, a saucer. He'd cover it with how? The answer is Kishore Kumar. He is famous that if he wasn't paid, then he would not give his dates, the mm. advance. And because he didn't want to be rude, because many of the producers were his friends, the code was that he'll just cover his saucer, uh, tea with the saucer and ah. the guy would know not to give this guy his dates because this guy hasn't been paid his advance, so not to show up. So that was, so none of you got it, but well tried. <laughs> okay then. Now, Rajshri, you and I tried to come up with a question that is not Googleable. Yes. And either it becomes too cryptic yeah, or it becomes too easy. Hmm. As in mine are too cryptic and yours are too easy, huh? So we've kind of tried to come up with a formula and those of you who can send us questions that are non-Googleable but yet are not too cryptic, we will use those questions with a credit due to you. Yeah. Uh, but this week, uh, we are coming up with the questions <laughs> which are about us. So while it's not too easy, it's also not too cryptic because those of you who've been listening to the podcast would know this. Yeah. So the question for the week is, Rajshri Sen, that who are the favourite Actor and actress, hero and heroine. Yeah. For Rajshri, and who are the favorite heroine for me? From Hindi cinema. Indian cinema, Karlo. Indian cinema. Hmm. Oh, then I might have different people. Oh, okay, then let's just keep it Bollywood. Ha. Bollywood. So Rajshri's favorite hero heroine from Bollywood, and my favorite heroine from Bollywood. Write in with your answers. <laughs> let's see how many of you know us, and please send us non-Googleable questions that are not about us in future and are not so cryptic that no Unless one gets the answer. Unless they have a non-Googleable question about us which we don't know the answer to also. If you know something about us that we don't know about ourselves, you can send that question also. That was very clever what I did just yeah, now. Yeah, but we get that all the time. I'm told that I'm rude and arrogant. No, that we know that. You Everyone know. in News Laundry <laughs> office also knows. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh, Chitraj, you turn and give you a look also. On that note, do remember to subscribe to News Laundry, but Rajshri has something to say. But before that, I will plug, without your subscriptions, we cannot survive. We need more of you to subscribe. Pay to keep news free. We'd like to do a lot more with this podcast. We'd like to do a lot more with lots of other podcasts. We'd like to interview stars and actors and actresses. Travel. But we can't do that unless more you subscribe. Encourage your friends, family, you know, people who, who have credit cards and money. Be like Rajeshri. Subscribe to News Laundry. You can also subscribe using PayPal uh, because it's easier for people who aren't in India. But for those of you, when I say subscribe, I don't mean subscribe to a YouTube channel or just subscribe to the SoundCloud channel. I mean go to newslaundry.com and click on the subscribe button where you actually can give us money. 
इट्स नॉट कि लाइक करो घंटी का आइकॉन बजाओ घंटी बजाओ नहीं वी आर नॉट यू नो मंदिर की आप हमारी घंटी बजाएंगे और आपको यू नो आशीर्वाद देंगे आई एम सेइंग कि यू एक्चुअली हैव टू गिव अस मनी राजश्री and we'll be taking a break next week because i will be traveling even though no one's subscribing <laughs> so it's a, just a break for a week because you're a wealthy then... woman rashri no you come from a wealthy family rashri is going to people want to send me money also they can send me money also okay i'm like that okay fine <laughs> on that note until next to next week yeah enjoy the lovely monsoon wherever you are but in delhi fuck when it rains ऐसे बादल कड़कते हैं कि गांठ फट जाती है चू ऑन दैट लवली नोट बाय गुड लक ऑन दिस क्लासी पॉडकास्ट थैंक यू अभिनंदन थैंक यू मिसन इट्स अ रैप ऑल द न्यूज लॉन्ड्री पॉडकास्ट्स आर अवेलेबल ऑन स्टिचर आईट्यून्स एंड एनी अदर पॉडकास्ट प्लेटफॉर्म प्लीज सब्सक्राइब टू न्यूज लॉन्ड्री हेल्प अस कीप न्यूज इंडिपेंडेंट टू कैच ऑल आवर पॉडकास्ट्स ऑन न्यूज पॉप कल्चर करंट अफेयर्स एंड स्पोर्ट विजिट newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel